and a very warm welcome to our podcast, Successful Student Transitions, A Time to Thrive, hosted by Louise Wilds and me, Elizabeth Gillis. In our podcast, we really aim to support young people as they step out into the world of work and study after school and help them thrive in a new environment. So today it's a new year and a new series. In this series, we will continue to focus on the move to university. So if you're a first year student or planning to go to university, you're settling somewhere new, today will be a good time to listen. In our previous series of over eight weeks, we raised and discussed themes of the transition to university and the settling process. We talked about preparation for change, planning and expectations, course making new friends, organisation, planning for study, rest, missing home, doubts about the course, managing the academics and maybe where you are now returning home or in between those two terms. So a lot of topics covered and we know this is complex change. You might want to listen if some of these topics resonate with you to those previous um, podcasts. And today I'm introducing a, a first year student. So really a warm welcome to you, Theodora. Um, you've done your first term. Fantastic. Um, and, you know, we're talking to students because Louise and I feel it's really important to hear firsthand about their experience and kind of understand what the process is for them. So thank you so much for agreeing to talk with me today, Theodora. I guess you're still on holiday? Um, No, I'm back in Glasgow. <laughs> yes, but you're not back at university yet, are you? Yeah. Oh, it started. Term started. <gasps> Wow, so it's term two already. Thank you, Ren. Thank you for your, this is you working again. So maybe we can start, I can take you back to before you went to university and um, getting ready for this change. Do you know what helped you kind of like make that step into university? You know, did you talk with someone? Did you read anything? Was there anything at school that helped Theodora? What what, what was going on that helped that change? Um, I had friends at this university, so I asked them about what they did to prepare for their change. Um, I made lists about what admin I needed to do before getting here. And I was quite not worried, but I didn't really know financially speaking what I was required to do, doing all the admin lists for that. Um, academically, we weren't given a reading list, um, so I didn't have to prepare in that sense. but. Yeah, it was just kind of listing and feeling on top of the admin. Um, and, and talking to people. And do you remember anything helpful that they said to you, Theodora? They would uh, they would tell me about the admin that I needed to do, and that felt helpful because it right. could put me in the right direction. Um, but I didn't feel... Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think they gave me any advice that wasn't practical. Right. Right. So they give you lots of practical, right, about maybe about sign up for this and do that, those kinds of things. Yeah. How to how to apply for accommodation and what kind of payment plan to set up and about and from other universities, I was asking about setting up my student loan. And yeah. yeah. All those things that you really have to do and be on top of, kind of early on. Yeah. I but I, it didn't feel for me like there was much guidance on the internet that, that was but it was kind of complicated and differing opinions and just asking getting someone who had the experience a year before the year previously was really a really good thing yeah. 
Uh, and I agree, people that have just been through it recently. And this is why we're kind of talking to students, because if you were kind of saying this, these are the things that are helpful to do. You were lucky because you knew some people at university, at that university where you're at. So asking them was a really helpful thing to do. And, you know, sometimes university will provide resources, lists and and advice. Did you tap in into any of that? Just out of interest. I tapped into the reading list. Right. Oh, sorry, <laughs> not the reading list, the packing list right. um, to get a gauge. But I, I didn't. I found that you you clicked on one thing and it would show. It would send you to another thing and then another thing, and it wouldn't be for someone who, like, it would be for an international student or a Scottish student or something like that. And it just became quite complicated, and the deadlines are all quite differing. Mm. I mean, I'm sure someone who's a bit more organised than me could. No. more successfully but um, but yeah I guess I guess I'm hearing for you you want just some simple kind of easy to follow information and I get that because it's all new coming in okay um you know knowing knowing all those lists and on the list do you wish you'd brought anything with you or left anything behind when you I, think I, I could have left some of my clothes behind yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm aware that I think I'll probably have to get a storage box for between the end of this year and then getting my house next year, which will be expensive and a hassle to try to drag everything across the city. Um, but yeah, I think I bought, I'm really glad I bought lots of kind of comforting things like my books and I've decorated my room with kind of pictures of friends and posters and stuff. And I, yeah. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you made it feel like your space. And I, I think I've heard from a lot of students that, you know, often, you know, the storage space you've got at home and the storage space in your university room is totally different. So mm-hmm. smaller wardrobes and things. So a good thing to bear in mind. Okay. What were the first days and weeks like, you know, coming into this new space and being in a new place? Um it was scary I mean it was both very busy and not busy at all I felt I felt like I did have time with my brain and keeping busy was like an active goal of mine um because I kind of wanted to feel the whirlwind yes (laughs) and yeah I, I, I don't think I was particularly frightened I have friends here so I was really comforted um two of my best friends are in the year above so I could hang out with them um but my I was really lucky with my flatmates as well so kind of spending time in the kitchen getting to know them was really was nice and I, I think that's right sort of just I like that you saying being open to the whirlwind that's a great phrase because it is having an open mind coming to a new place and doing things and putting yourself out there a little bit like being in the kitchen making friends even although it's kind of like it's all new you have to you have to be open to that kind of thing do you think do you think that kind of whirlwind was what you expected or not um yes and no um freshers the kind of terror of freshers week and the foam parties and the binge drinking that seems to kind of be such a part of it was definitely there it felt gross and I didn't feel healthy for a week I didn't get freshers flu though but I kind of I think I balanced that out with I went to the the society fair 
Um, I went to some quite weird societies and that was my kind of wholesome (laughs) equaling them out, (laughs) trying to be awake during the day um, and not sleeping until three because, yeah, that felt quite important to me and I think that was really good. And, and kind of having rituals that I did, like having a good breakfast and going for walks and trying to pursue individual friendships rather than being in groups all the time. Because I don't, I don't love groups. Always. Right. <laughs> and, and knowing that for yourself is good. So knowing that stuff, Theodora, that of course you can go out and have that big fun stuff. Um, and that's part of university, isn't it? It's part of that kind of ritual of getting in there. But also knowing that, you know, you have a good breakfast, you spend some time recharging your batteries, being on your own, you do those sort of things. I think that's a, a really important thing about knowing yourself and, and um, knowing the things that you need. Okay. In, in talking about that then, do you know what kind of student you wanted to be or you want to be? Yes and no. I I I want to I mean it hasn't quite happened yet but I'm learning myself but it's first year I want to be an academic weapon and kind of <laughs> like uh, university is so expensive so I want to make it worth it and I do like learning um and so I think that's one of my goals so I spent some time in the library but I haven't been completely on top of it but that's one element and then I think I, I, it doesn't feel like student is a massive part of my identity. It feels like I'm just kind of living in a new city and I'm learning on the side of that. Right. But, um, yeah, I've kind of floated floated around and tried to, tried to act like an adult. And a, t- a time and a space that you can do it because there you are on, mostly on your own, aren't you? I know you've got good groups of friends around you, but this is you trying out this kind of adult life, isn't it, as well, with, with study and doing all these other things. I like your academic weapon. And knowing knowing you're buying a service is a good thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And And knowing you're buying a service, what kind of... What kind of things does that make you think and do, do you think? I think it makes me feel more entitled to justice. I don't know, in some in some senses. For my first week of university, quite a few of my lectures were cancelled um, mm. because of strikes. And that, I mean, I didn't have so much of an issue with that. But I, I also uploaded the wrong essay. And I know that in school... I might have been failed and I don't think I would have been able to feel entitled about kind of being like I know that's really inconvenient of me to have made a mistake um but here it's like I'm paying so much money it's quite like actually I made a mistake but I quite like it to be rectified yes. like I get marked in the in the end yes that's yeah. Helpful. Yeah. yeah so I think that I think that's a good kind of thing to be in your mind that you're that you are buying this this thing you're buying your education in a way and you know it has to be provided in a in a fair and kind of timely way yeah good okay um let's kind of move on to friendships and I know this has been this has been maybe more straightforward for you because of your friends there but in relation to making I'm I'm going to say new friends Mm. how important was this for you with 10 being really important um it's the thing that you're really going to focus on or one not so important they probably seven Seven. 
Why would you say that, Theodora? Um, both at home and here, I have a very good base of friendship, um, which I feel very comfortable in, and that I know will always exist. And so it was just building on top of that people who I think are interesting. Um, I call like I call my home friends a lot. So, in in a kind of emotional sense, I have all the it feels like I have all the support I need. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, friends here are I, it, I I think I'm more pursuing like an expansion of my world in the sense of different people and people who are passionate about different things and getting access to what they're interested in through them. So you've got that bedrock of friends and uh, you're kind of expanding it. I like that expansion of it. And so how did you get to know? How are you getting to know new people? What are you doing? It feels like I'm a child asking people out on play dates. <laughs> like, like, do you want to hang out? Mm. Um, I don't know, meeting people who I think are interesting and and then having to, it always feels really embarrassing having to be like, do you want to, I don't know, go to the pub or um, do an activity <laughs> and, and I, I guess in times when that did happen before and parents were talking about play dates asking for play dates there's always the risk of rejection isn't there saying no nah, I don't want to go with you kind of thing yeah. so well done for putting yourself for for initiating those things because I think that's really important in when we were talking about friendships in previous podcasts that was one of the things we we're encouraging people to do make that try and make those um make those contacts make go out and ask people to do things it's a bit it is a bit brave and it, I think it feels it feels a bit strange because maybe you haven't done it for a long time because mm. you've had that solid group of friendships or you've had friendships in school so this is about a new way of making friends uh, do you think you've got a group of new friends at, at your university that you can ask to go out with that you can talk freely with that you could ask questions of you've got it yet I'm gonna say I I think I do I haven't used I haven't used that like with my flatmates I think I could go out with them if I wanted to or one of them would always be up for it I just haven't yeah. up on it yet and in the same way that I feel for mm. other new friends I think I don't know right. So it sounds like like it's in progress. And I said yet because I think it does take a bit of time to make those kind of good relationships and that's yeah, good. But it sounds like in the making. Yeah. Yeah. What about in relation to kind of work and and studying and stuff? Have you had to learn new skills to do that at university or are you using kind of previous skills that you've used when you were at school? I think I'm still finding my feet and I I took a year out so I feel like I lost all academic knowing what works for me um and I haven't been particularly on it especially last term but I like I mean the library is great um and going there with friends has been one of my favorite things and meeting new people there Um, and yeah, I'm still finding my feet. It doesn't feel like the w- workload is overwhelming. In fact, it feels very relaxed until there's like an essay due, and then I really stress out. And but I get it. You can, I don't know. You get it done. And it's fine. Yeah, and because that expectation, I mean, sometimes people will be thinking, "Oh, it's going to be harder, or not so hard, or it's going to be marked differently." I don't know. Did you have any expectations about what work would be like at university? 
did you think it would be kind of a bit relaxed and then all all furious going? Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be quite relaxed, especially in first year, um, because of the impression I've got from other people in previous. I know friends who are doing like STEM subjects are working much harder than I am, um, but yeah, it's. I think it's just like treading water at the moment. Yeah. And you are, I'm going to say you are at a Scottish university. And I think that first year is different at Scottish universities too. It is a little bit less intense, I'm going to say. (laughs) Which is nice. Also, it means that you get to kind of go above if you you feel like it. I've got friends who spend a lot of time in the library who really don't have to, but really enjoying their subjects. Um, and I've got friends who aren't enjoying their subject so much at the moment and they're just kind of yeah. doing what needs to be done. Yeah. And it sounds like you're enjoying yours then, Theodora. Right? I haven't felt inspired, okay. but I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah. I like, it's, it's funny, I prefer writing the essays than the lectures um, sometimes. Mm. I think there are lots of clever lecturers, but they're not good public speakers. So it's just... <laughs> like monotone really hard to keep concentration and there's a different thing you know and you likely have when you've been in school basically you've had teachers whereas when you go to university they're more academics they're more in love with their subject aren't they yeah if you needed to go you need to get help with any of the academic stuff do you know where you would go um i'd have to do i'd not I'd have to do research, but I I would find it within yeah. five, ten minutes on the internet. Because I think that asking for help is a really important thing. And it's something that I kind of think sometimes students go off to university not necessarily knowing that, you know, if they needed particular help where they would go. Mm. Maybe it is one of those things that when there's a need, you you find out where you need to do where you need to get the help from. Okay. You know, we really in a in the podcast series we we had a we had a a podcast about students checking in with themselves in the first few weeks about how they were doing. Because you know, there's so much new to do. You're in a new place. You're looking after yourself. You're cooking for yourself, aren't you? Yeah. So there's all that cooking and shopping, and you know whether you go to the gym, what you join societies, you're going out. So there's all this kind of stuff that you've got to juggle. Um, and we ask people to kind of check in with themselves, to kind of think about how they're doing all that stuff. If you were to check in with yourself now, how do you think you're doing kind of balancing all this stuff out? That was a word you used earlier, but how are you kind of managing to do all that? I I have rituals is probably right. the best word for it. I think I have quite a structured day and week um my day is like wake up breakfast walk and I do I really enjoy cooking so cooking and making things for the future so not necessarily like really got into pickling things (laughs) pickled onions (laughs) so much um and calling friends and my family Mm -hmm. um has been important to me and then in terms of the week I I do remember for the first term of uni I had a like weirdly set structure for Monday Tuesday and Wednesday I had societies that I could definitely go to in the evenings because I really don't like the idea that 
there's not like I, I'd always want to go and I don't like the idea that there isn't something fun out there mm-hmm. so I had but I didn't mean that I went all the time but um yeah that was nice so having a routine really helps then Having mm-hmm. these structures and routines helps. And I agree with you, Theodora. I think it's a good thing, especially when everything's all new, to finding a ritual or structures around something can help you feel a bit more kind of settled and stuff. And and when you were kind of feeling busy um, doing all this stuff, how did you charge your battery? Because, you know, being new somewhere, doing all this new stuff can be exhausting <laughs> So did you notice if you were tired or needed a rest, what did you do? I'd make a meal and sit and watch telly in my room whilst eating the meal. That I would, like a, or like a good movie, something yeah. comforting. And then if I really needed recharging, I'd tell friends to walk ahead and then I'd walk five five minutes behind them with my headphones in <laughs> just to get a bit of space. And people really were like weirdly understanding of that, which I, if I think it sounds quite rude. Like, walk ahead I just don't want to talk to you anymore I didn't say it like that said it in a nice way we've got a very interesting podcast in our fundamental series about rest and I think people think sleep is rest and you've just given some really good examples that sometimes rest is being on your own doing things for yourself sometimes especially I think at the beginning of um university there's so much meeting people and talking with people and that kind of maybe a little bit of a pressure so that giving yourself social rest when you don't have to do that is a really good thing to do you know we know that there's people wake up in the morning and they feel exhausted even although they've had a good night's sleep so it's really important to give yourself different kinds of rest to kind of recharge your battery so you that's a really nice example of that Theodora so I think it's something it's something you obviously know about yourself that you need to do those those things do you know it's really common to have a dip in any transition so it's like um there's a what people call the high of the honeymoon period you know I guess that's when freshers week or month maybe happens and you're doing all this exciting things and it's really great and you're really enjoying it and there's lots of new there's a bit of scary because it's new but and then and then there's a kind of realization actually I'm going to be here this is where I'm going to be for the longer term and there's a dip in people's kind of emotional well-being it's really common um, it's kind of documented in, you know, when people move abroad, when they go and live in a different place, that's one of the things that happens when people start something new, a new job or go to university. Do you know if it happened to you? And if it did, what was it like? I think it happened to me quite mildly when I went back in the holiday, like coming back here. Not. Yeah. I was excited. I was definitely excited to come back here, but there was a moment where I was a bit like, "Oh, it's just so nice at home. Yes. Well, I never want to leave." <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, and but by the end of the holiday, I was like, "I really just need to like be in my own space again." Um, um, I really, I've, I've been really lucky with my room here at university. Um, <laughs> we've moved house at home as well, so it's all, all change then so there was a bit about that dip was about for you maybe thinking oh I'd rather be back somewhere that I knew really well or how it was so cozy and nice and yeah I think it was like my friends at home are just 
because I've known them for so long, they're really easy to get on with and they energise me. And at university, sometimes conversations just drain <laughs> the energy out of me because you have to be super, I don't know, you have to impress, I don't know, feel like you have to impress them. Put on that smiley face and be open and be willing to chat and go out and do things that you might not normally want to do to be that. You never know when you're going to meet that those special people. So, yeah. Did you notice a dip in anybody else? Did you notice, you know, other people kind of struggling, especially in that first term about them doubting whether they wanted to be here, whether this was the right course for them? Or I think on the whole, everyone's been very positive. I th- or especially within the people I'm hanging out with, it's like doubting that we're in the right place or that we should have gone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Just spiral us, yeah. open up all options because it is good it's it's nice here mm-hmm. um I've heard people be like oh, I just really like to go home and be cooked for and looked after and um, those yeah. kinds of feelings but I don't not in the not in the extremes I haven't I haven't heard of or know anyone who's been really struggling but it's it's quite common for those doubts to come and maybe people voice them maybe they don't hmm. but you think, oh, well, maybe it would have been better if I'd gone to my other choice or stuff like that. Okay. Um, what about that time when you went home for the holidays then, so you're back at uni now? What were the highs and lows of being back home again? I think the just the easiness of it at university. I really like it, but you're fending for yourself and back home. It wasn't like a cook for myself, but like I didn't have to pay for washing my clothes and stuff like that which is quite nice and seeing all my same friends and family was really nice and just that that complete ease um but yeah it was it was odd I think my friend my friends are really good in the sense of it didn't feel like a competition of whose university experience was better but um I was concerned about that before going back that it was going to be uh I'm I'm having the best time now I am. But I think everyone was just quite honest and like it's really like university is really nice, but we're still finding our feet and we still like each other. Like you can be with really good friends, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because I think you're right. Sometimes there is that little bit of competition around, oh, I'm having the best time or whatever. And mm. and then that can make you feel, oh God, you know, am I doing all the things that I need to be doing? Yeah. Um if we kind of think about now about you know, summing up what do you think is essential for other students going into first year, what do you think is really important for them to know about their transition going into this first term of university? I think it's probably different for everyone, but for me it's just keeping entertained and feeling on top, like not having big kind of stresses on top. So mm-hmm. keeping on top of admin and mm-hmm. knowing kind of when money's coming out of my account for rent and um paying for university and th- those kinds of things. Um, so keeping on top of things because <clears throat> I'm going to say this word procrastination, you're a ripe age of procrastination happening, you know, you know, you you've gone off and you're doing all these things on your own and it's easy to say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow or I'll do that in the morning or something. So keeping on top of things, I think, is a really important thing, Theodora, especially all that kind of admin stuff that you need to get done because if it doesn't get done, it gets it interferes with other things. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So that keeping on top of things. What else, Theodora? Um, I I I'm not sure if I'm, it's not kind of university advice, but I got my parents to find out about adults they knew who are in the city. Right. City. Um, I don't know having having bases that are outside of the university and outside of students are quite important um, or like knowing people vaguely around who I could so that sense of community outside the community you're in that if anything happened you I think that's a really good point clever parents then smart parents and finding that anything else then anything else mm-hmm. I don't know about this like being uh, if people moving city yeah. discovering the city as, yeah. like independently from the university because I think it's yeah. quite easy to get sucked into like yeah. the it's this one yeah. small element within a new place and like where like where I am the city's very cool and you can go to the countryside really easily and go swimming um which is so different to where I've grown up and that's been really exciting as well um, try and enjoy and explore the space around you yeah definitely and also the kind of independence that you have as a adult and the complete autonomy yeah. that you have on your life like if you do want to go somewhere random you, you kind of can yeah yeah just yeah. yeah yeah because in terms of kind of like buying a service you're also buying a buying buying your experience in a place mm. it might be that you're in this place for three or four years but you might not be there ever again. Yeah. yeah. What What do you think's been the best and most rewarding part of being a new student? I think I thing I've enjoyed most is having kind of complete autonomy over, right. but not having not having responsibility towards other people. Like you're, I, I, that's both the best and worst thing, I guess. But like you are out for yourself. I, I find that really nice. <laughs> complete independence, <laughs> and you can kind of get back whenever you want, and on can. Yeah, and and you're independent in a kind of secure place as well. You've got that university structure and everything, so yeah, nice chance to explore some stuff within yourself. Any surprises for you when you came to university? Any kind of surprises? Ooh, I didn't think that would going to be happening, or or surprises within yourself. I really. I think it's I can't think of any surprises no. okay uh, how tired like I've been quite tired sometimes yeah which I thought maybe that's not a surprise <laughs> because it, it is a whole new I mean huge experience that that thing about being responsible for yourself mm. that takes up a lot of energy you know because it's your decisions, it's your structure, it's your routines, it's your your choices on the whole that are, you know, when you're at school, I guess people would say, you haven't done the essay, you need to fill it in, give it to us tomorrow or something. Nobody's doing that there, are they? Mm. So it's a, it is a big, and I do think that's quite draining, you know, you're a new place, with new people, new expectations, new ways to be. So, you know, I think, I think that tiredness is, is something that does surprise a lot of people. Yeah. Um, what do you think has been your biggest challenge? My biggest challenge has been not settling immediately 
mm. like carry, carrying on exploring mm. um, both and know getting the energy to go and do kind of silly things and getting out of the city um and joining random societies has been maybe the biggest challenge like i don't know not not staying within comfort was and you know i i think that's a really good a really good point theodora because some people will do the same thing as they did at school they'll you know if they were part of a uh, a society like if they played football or hockey they'll do that at university they'll carry on the same and I think that's a good thing to do but it's also a chance to like when you're saying be responsible yourself and do things to kind of like just do things that are that'll help you grow a bit more that will do things different and and that's about challenging yourself isn't it yeah Definitely. Sounds like you're doing it then, Theodora. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Trying. Yeah. One of my new societies during this town. Are you? Right. Yeah. I'm like, once I chose last time, I'm really <laughs> But it's good that there's that variety out there then and you can say, yeah, I'm do this or I won't do that. Yeah. No. I really like I, I think that's definitely been one of my favourite bits as well. Like going to the society fair, there are such random ones and knowing that people like People run these societies. People are into these very niche sexual like society. <laughs> yeah, and and I guess in most universities you can just start up your own as well if you want to do something. Yeah, which is so cool. Um, yeah, I think that's I, I really like how at university everyone's got not everyone but a lot of people have like interest like things they're properly passionate about um, and different to obviously my friends at home because I know all of their interests and learning more about them I think has been really fun I really enjoyed that yeah and it's it's got you out into a bigger world isn't it with different people doing different things yeah definitely right is there is there anything else that you kind of any wisdom that you'd like to share from from you of anything that I have if you say no I'm I'm done I'm tired I'll be fine but is there anything else you think that people need to know or need to do I don't, I'm, I'm not sure how helpful this is but for me it's been like just because I'm tired it doesn't mean I should let myself rest like I think oh, that doesn't work for everyone but sometimes for me it's like if just because I'm feeling tired it might be because I'm feeling not, maybe sad or something like that and going to sleep is silly and just getting out persevering like pushing through but obviously that's to an extent <laughs> and and I would say it's about reading those signals within yourself mm. because I think sometimes we can have a mixed feeling it's maybe we are feeling sad but we think maybe we need to we need a bit of rest whereas the signal says if you're feeling like lonely it's often a signal that you need to be connected with other people mm. yeah so it's reading signals and kind of reacting to them I mean if you're feeling exhausted <laughs> Maybe as kind of some kind of rest is good, but know what the signals are. Um, Theodore, thank you so much for your, one for your time reading the questions beforehand that we were kind of talking about, um, and some words that I've that I've kind of noted that you said that I think have been really helpful is that you are open to the to the whirlwind of all. I really like that and. 
that you were still finding your feet. So this is you kind of going, you're in term two now and you're, I'd, I'd say, comfortable with the fact that you're still finding your feet. You haven't got all the stuff that you need to do yet, but you know it's a process and it's coming and you know you're buying a service. So there's a kind of expectation that, you know, you've got a lot of things to do for yourself, but the university has to provide you with a with a good enough service because you're buying it. And I like the fact that you're talking about a lot of kind of structures and routines and rituals that you've got that kind of form a firm base for you to do lots of other things. So a lot of things that I've taken up, because I know when we talked, you said, oh, I don't know if I've got anything to say. I think you've got some fabulous things to say, Theodora. Thanks. So thanks for joining today and um, thanks, thanks again for your time and for your wisdom of being a first term student. And now for the legal bits. The information contained in this podcast is for information purposes only. The content is not intended to act as a substitute for professional advice. Please do not delay in seeking professional help for any medical or mental health condition. Use of the information in this podcast and associated materials is at the user's own risk.